When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Here I am! <laughs> 18 today, happy, bright, now a man in pure dyne oh my! <laughs> You're listening to The Growing Up Rock Podcast with Stephen Michael and Sonny Hollywood Pooney. Now, crank it up. Hey, hey, looky there. We're already up to the letter D. It's time for another Alphabet Soup episode. If you're new to the podcast, we do an Alphabet Soup series where we strictly go through the letters and we are up to D now. And what we try to do with these episodes is give you something a little bit left of center, something, maybe a band that we don't talk about or discuss very often. We throw a movie in there, we throw songs in there, but it all centers around whatever letter we happen to be doing. Sonny, what's going on? Hello, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. We should have like a vocabulary words too, huh? Is there a word that starts with D that means wonderful? A delicious? That doesn't sound right. I'm doing delicious. Uh <laughs> Maybe we'll come up with some someday. Dynamic. Oh, there you go. I'm doing dynamic. That doesn't sound right either. Dynamite. Oh, I'm doing dynamite. There you. Oh, dynamite. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, there you go. Way to go, Hollywood Jimmy J.J. Walker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I used to love that show. Yeah, who didn't? Come on now. If you weren't a Florida and James fan and J.J. and a Janet Jackson and shoot, there's all kinds of great people in that. Loved it. 
Yeah, definitely. All right. So I guess uh, we should cover the series for those new listeners. But here's basically what happens in the Alphabet Soup series. So we each pick one band, one album, two songs, and one movie that start with the letter that we're discussing. Tonight, it will be D as in dog, as in David, as in dynamite, as we already said. This one is a idea that our friend Sonny there bought to the podcast. We said, hey, we can do a whole series on that. And again, what we try to do is go with the lesser names. So in other words, I don't think you're going to hear us talk about Def Leppard on this type of episode. We're going to go a lot deeper than that and share some great music because we really discuss some pretty good stuff. It's just stuff that we don't talk about on the norm most of the time. You might have one or two songs in there from bands that maybe are a little bit more common, but most of the time not. Most of these episodes, we pretty much stayed away from that, right? Yeah, and even if they're more common, they're more common in other uh, genres, I guess is the best way to say it, because not all of our listeners listen to, let's say, pop top 40 type stuff, and sometimes we land there. That's right. All right. So before we get too far into this episode, as we do here on the Grown Up Rock Podcast, you know we got to do this. It's time for the Crank It Up Music Spotlight. Okay, so in each and every episode, we're trying to share some new uh, music with you guys. So we are hitting you up with the Crank It Up Spotlight. And tonight, that goes along with our theme of D, we are going to discuss the band Robledo. And it's not so much the name of the band that is hitting the D's, but it's the name of this song from his second album called Broken Soul that is out now. Check out this song, which is called Dead City Nights. So this album did make that possible top 10 list that I carry in 2023. So what I do is I have a Spotify playlist that I will dump in albums that I think have a shot at making my top 10. 
And then I, you know, kind of grab my top 10 from that group at the end of the year. I listen to the album often. Awesome Frontiers melodic hard rock. This is the bang zone of what Frontiers does. The song's a great representation of the rest of the album. Definitely in my bang zone. I love this song, and this album is damn good. A little bit of background. So James Robledo, and I assume I'm saying that right because that's how it's spelled. He's a Chilean vocalist. This is his second solo record with Frontiers. Like I said, the first one was called Wanted Man, did quite well for them. He has a guitar player named Nason, and Nason has done his own solo project for Frontiers. So one thing I've noticed is that Frontiers, they move musicians around like chess pieces. So this guitar player and this bass player will play with this singer and so forth. And they have all these different projects going on. Frontiers is an Italian company, but they do a great job of stretching the world and getting a lot of people involved. And one of the things that they've really focused on, I think, a lot is been South America lately because they've hit up Chile quite a bit and some places such as that. So James Robleo, Chilean singer, is the vocalist. Nason on guitar. You got Alessandro Del Vecchio, who is basically the Frontiers house producer, playing keyboards and doing backing vocals. He also produced this record. Alex Jensen on bass and Jock Jacopo. That's interesting. That's your drummer. Again, the album is called Broken Soul. The band is called Robledo. R-O-B-L-E-D-O. The song was Dead City Nights. It is a really solid record. Sonny is correct about that. So go out there and check it out. If you dug that song, you will probably like the record because it is very representative of the record as a whole. So getting on to the letter D, I'm going to start with my D band, and I'm going to go with a band called Drama Gods. So if you don't know anything about Drama Gods, they were active from 2002 to 2007. The band started out actually being called Population One, but there were some legal issues in 2005, so the leader of the band had to change the name. The leader of that band was Nuno Betancourt. So on the first album that's called Population One, Nuno basically is a one-man show playing all the instruments. He's handling all the vocals. When Nuno decides to do a tour, he put together Joe Pesci on rhythm guitar, Steve Ferlazzo on keyboards, Phil Bino on bass, Kevin Figs on drums, Phil leaves, Joe Pesci moves to bass, and you get your name changed to the Drama Gods. They released one more album in 2005 called Love, and in 2007, the band's done. Steve, Figs, and Nuno all joined Perry Farrell to go do Satellite Party, who released an album. And then later that year, Nuno and Fig uh, rejoined Extreme, and Steve went on to play with Avril Lavigne. Now, the two albums this band did, Population One, is on Spotify. Love is only available via YouTube. I've actually got them both on CD somehow. I don't even know how I got them. They have some great songs, but this stuff is not extreme. Some of it's like Coffee House. Some of it's singer-songwriter stuff. Some of it's R&B. Some of it's like alt-pop. I would say my three favorite songs from this band between the two albums are Lockdown, which is on the album Love, Spaceman, which is on the album Population One, and check out this great song that should be played at every birthday party ever from now on. Here is Population One Drama Gods with a song called Unhappy Birthday. Cake is on fire. Stand back those invitations. Ignore the 
what did you think of that song? And did you know anything about the drama gods? So I did know about the drama gods strictly because you had shared them with us in a previous episode way back when. Who knows? I have no idea what episode or when that was ages ago. So that's the only reason that I knew this band, because other than that, I didn't know. Didn't you have another band called like the Widowmakers or something like that? Morning Widows. Yeah, I knew it was something like that. Right. So, yeah, and I wasn't familiar with the music, even though you you shared some of the population one with me in a previous episode. So I went and listened to it. I like Lockdown. It's all right. It's probably the closest to its stream. It's fine. Guitar solo in Lockdown is fantastic, as you might expect from somebody like Nuno. So, yeah, it's all good. It's just uh, it's an interesting listen. Uh, so if you're willing to branch out, by all means, go check out Nuno Bentoncourt's The Drama Gods. Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com pantheon. Buyraycon.com pantheon. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. So moving on to my band, occasionally through Facebook, through various people that I have relationships in Facebook with, I'll discover new stuff. Uh, I've got people that'll post stuff that do it on the regular and I haven't you know, heard it. So somebody had posted this band called De La Cruz. I knew nothing about De La Cruz when they posted it. Uh, and he said, dude, you really should go check out this record. I think you'd like it. So I went and checked it out. The record's on Spotify. It's called Street Level. So if you're not familiar with De La Cruz, they're a five-piece Australian band that was formed in 2011. They were a band basically from 2011 until 2014. They're no longer a band, but it consisted of singer Roxy Catalano, Lacey Lane, Roy Joy, 
and Stevie Strange. Stevie Strange, man, that's maybe what I should change my name to. That's cool. Anyway, if the name Roxy Catalano sounds familiar to you, it's because I've championed the band Catalano several times, including on an episode of Alphabet Soup when we hit the C's. I really, really love that Catalano record. De La Cruz is very much in that same vein. I think I like the Catalano stuff a little bit better, but if you like just straight up sort of sleaze, hard rock with big fat riffs, De La Cruz and Catalano are your bands. Now, I don't know that Roxy is the best singer in the world. He may get a little screechy to you. I don't think Sonny particularly loves his voice, so I get it. But if you're willing to get past that, the music's fantastic. I love the big fat riffs. Uh, They put out an EP and a full album, so called Street Level. I would say you can try pretty much any song on the record. They're pretty much all similar in the same vein, but we'll play a snippet of Girls Go Wild. And if you dig that, then go check out the record. Again, that record is Street Level. So you're right. The singer's right on the edge for me. Girls Go Wild, good song. I actually liked SEX and Cherry Bomb. Here's the problem with De La Cruz. If you check them on Spotify, dude, it's mixed in with some other De La Cruz because it was like Mexican music in there. I know exactly what you're talking about. And in fact, one of the interesting things is there is a De La Cruz that is hard rock, but all the lyrics are in uh, Spanish. And I mean, hard rock to the point to where the riffs sound like something that came from this De La Cruz. But according to all the information I found, this De La Cruz street level uh, is a five piece Australian band. And I believe that that's true because Catalano, I know, was listed as an Australian singer. But that's the one thing I will say I hate about uh, Spotify is oftentimes there's stuff that gets mixed together if it's a pretty standard name or something. Man, I get stuff all the time suggested to me because like the artist will be like Joe Blow, but somehow in the credits, it'll have like Tesla at the end. (laughs) And I'm like, okay, Tesla that I know and like have nothing to do with this song or this artist. So I don't know why it gets tagged in there like that. I have no clue. It's weird. Growing Up Rock is a proud member of the Pantheon Network. Pantheon is the place for music lovers. Check us out along with many other great music podcasts on the Pantheon Podcast Network. Okay, so moving to our album choices. So my D album, I'm going to go with Doing the Nasty by Slick Toxic. So if you don't know anything about Slick Toxic, Canadian band formed in 88. They were active from 88 to 94. Capitol Records EMI signed the band in 91. They released their full album, Doing the Nasty, in 92. 
It won a Juno Award for Hard Rock Album of the Year in 93. The video for the song White Lies Black Truth won a People Choice Award at the Much Music Video Awards, and the video for the song Hell of a Time took home the Best Metal Video Award in that same ceremony at the Much Music Video Awards. As you can probably imagine, we're talking 92-93 here, especially after you hear some of this music. Grunge basically killed any momentum this band was getting in the U.S. especially. So this is one of those albums that are just... For us melodic rock nerds, like the melodic Mafia page absolutely loves these kind of lost gems, and I'm telling you, it's a great album, but my three favorite songs on this album are Big Fucking Deal, White Lies, Black Truth, and the video that I used to see every once in a while on MTV, here's Nick Walsh on vocals, Rob Bruce on guitar, Kevin Gale on guitar, Pat Howarth on bass, and Neil Busby on drums with my favorite Slick Toxic song, hell of a time. So first of all, who doesn't like doing the nasty? I think we all do. Yeah, that's right. I always, for whatever reason, every time Slick Toxic is bought up, I immediately go to Ski Siskin. And maybe it's the S. I don't know. For some reason, I get it like mixed up. And I sort of forget about Slick Toxic and it gets lost in the mix for me. But every time I hear it, I'm like, why don't I have this record? I don't understand because I do. I like it. So, and I know that a lot of times it's talked about from a Canadian standpoint as being like a great hard rock record, but it just always seems to get mixed to me. Are you familiar with Skew Siskin? I don't know what that is. Okay. I'll have to, that's a band I'll have to bring up at a later time, maybe when we get to the S's, but there's a band called Skew Siskin that has some good music out as well. But anyway, back to Doing the Nasty by Slick Toxic. I like it. I don't know why I don't have it. And every time it gets bought up, I get it mixed up with another band. So I got to go listen to that record for sure. Yeah. Good luck finding it because I don't think you're going to find it. (laughs) Is it not on Spotify? You know what? I have it on iTunes, so I didn't even look it up to see if it was on Spotify. Well, let's look it up real quick. Let's see. I won't take but a minute. It is on Spotify. Yeah. Doing the Nasty. They also have a record called Irrelevant, and they have Smooth and Deadly an EP. So there you go. Hey, what's up? I'm Dallas Dwight from the band The LA Maybe, and you're listening to the Growing Up Rock Podcast with Sonny and Steve. So moving on to my band. So we've discussed them in the past. We've had Dallas Dwight from the band on. The band is the LA Maybe, and they put out an album in 2021 that I think both Sonny and I really, really enjoyed, and that is Dirty Damn Tricks 
If you're not familiar with this band, it's a band formed in the Carolinas in 2019, I think. But they put out this album in 2021. They've released a couple of singles since then off what Dallas describes as they're basically releasing singles as opposed to an album. And then sometime in the future, they'll release a full-on album with all those singles on it. But they're just going single to single. So they've released two singles over the past couple of years. They've taken part in the Kiss Cruise, and they're playing out pretty regularly in the Carolina region. But they're a fantastic band. I really, really enjoyed the album Dirty Damn Tricks. And I'm going to play you a snippet of Fake, and you can make your own mind up. I said, hey, I'm on my way to the promised land. They see a sink or swim, so here I make my stand. I heard Yeah, like you said, we've talked about this album several times over the last two years. Definitely a great album. I enjoyed it from the first time I heard it. Got nothing but love for those guys. I just wish I could see them live someday because they're one of those bands that usually kind of hang out on that East Coast, and it's just a little too far for me to get. So my only shot to probably see these guys is if they decide to do a Midwest run or they end up doing like the cruise or something. Yeah, and I heard they were really good on the Kiss Cruise. A lot of people came back and said they were one of the better bands that wasn't Kiss that was on the cruise, said they did a fantastic job. Our friend over there at Potter and Hell uh, saw them on the Kiss Cruise and said they were really good. So, yeah, I wish I could catch them live. It would be a little bit of a road trip for me to make my way up to the Carolinas, uh, which maybe I'll just bite the bullet and do one day. But they play out pretty regularly around there. So that's my only shot uh, as well as either getting them on the uh, Mort Cruise or, you know, making a little bit of a road trip up to Carolina to check them out at one of the local venues there. But again, the band is the LA Maybe. The album that we are discussing is Dirty Damn Tricks. And uh, go seek them out. I know Dallas Dwight has a regular video podcast that he does uh, where they break down a lot of the songs and they just shoot the shit. And Dallas is a great guy. And we've had him on the show before. And I'm sure we'll have him on again because he's just a fun dude to hang with and talk. So uh, there you go. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Look at all the people here tonight. to make an announcement right here. Can you hear me out there? It's time to take a quick break in the action from this week's episode. Sonny and I just wanted to thank all of you, the listeners, for joining us each and every week. Whether you just found us today or have been listening for multiple episodes, we love your passion for music and rock and roll in general. We consider you all part of our loud minority family. 
Always remember, you can communicate with us a few different ways. If you don't mind Facebook, head over to the Growing Up Rock Loud Minority Facebook group and be part of the conversation. It's a private group, and all you have to do is ask to join, answer a few rock and roll questions, and you're in. If you despise Facebook, which many people do, then send us an email to growinguprock at gmail.com. We get everything there. You can follow us on Twitter and Insta at growinguprock, which is one word, G-R-O-W-I-N-U-P-R-O-C-K. In the event you feel entertained by our podcast, we would appreciate it if you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss an episode and go leave us a five-star review either at Apple Podcast or Podchaser. Now, back to our regularly scheduled program. Okay, since we're talking D's, I got a little bit of trivia. Of course. I got eight questions for you, and Lord help you, because some of these you should know, but you're just not good at this shit. I, I don't know what to do. But I'm not good under pressure, Penny. What can I tell you? Yeah, whatever. All right. So <laughs> here we go. Eight questions. All the answers start with D's. Okay. How many U.S. states start with a letter D? Uh, hello, you still there? <laughs> yeah, you want a number, right? Yeah. The number starts with D? No, how many of the U.S. <laughs> state names start with D, you dumbass? Well, you said all the answers start with D, though. Good Lord. <laughs> all the answers you're going to give me start with D because I'm going to ask you how many there are, and then I'm going to ask you which one it is. Delaware. Okay, so that's the only one. Jesus Christ, it's not supposed to be that hard. <laughs> okay. There are two U.S. presidents that have either a first name or a last name that starts with D. Can you name them? Dwight D. Eisenhower. And um, wasn't there like a James Dunlop or something? No. <laughs> really? James Dunlop? What country do you live in? Did you even pass second grade history? <laughs> Let me know when you're done. I'll give you the second answer. Is it one of those off-brand ones? Uh, most people would say so, yeah. Okay. Um, De La Cruz. <laughs> There's a guy you might have heard. Of. His name is Donald Trump. Oh, the first name. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Dwight D. Eisenhower was the first name. <laughs> that, I should get double points for that. Dwight D. <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> okay. According to 2022 data, there are three U.S. cities with a population of over 500,000. Only three that start with a letter D, do you think you can name any of them? <laughs> Probably not. Uh, Denver. Denver is one, and that is the second highest with 711,000 people. Uh, Dallas. Dallas is number one with 1.3 million. Should I feel pretty good about getting two? <laughs> uh, you want me to give you the third one? Sure. Detroit, Michigan. Ah, Detroit. Detroit Rock City, baby. <laughs> 632,000. Yeah, it's a podcast. We got limited time here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Okay, next trivia question. 40 years ago, in 1983, we only had one song that started with the letter D that got to number one on the Billboard Hot 100. In all of 1983, on the Billboard Hot 100, there was only one song that started with a letter D. Do you think you can name it? 
No. Dirty Diana. <laughs> That's a good guess. 83 is a little early. Down Under by Men at Work. Ah, I was going to say, don't you forget about me. That was my other one. That would have been a good guess, too. It's still a little early, because I don't think that's 83. I don't think it went to one, either. Down Under was number one for four weeks. Cool. I love Men at Work. Next trivia question. (sighs) How many NFL teams? Well, forget it. I'll tell you. There's one. There's only one NFL team that starts with a letter D. And I'm talking about the team, not the city. So Denver Broncos don't count. There's one NFL team that starts with a letter D. Can you name it? Dallas? I told you the city doesn't count. Oh, it's the team? Yeah. Uh, so it's the mascot. Yeah. Um, shoot, let me think about that for a minute. Oh, God. <laughs> you are so not good. Panthers, Steelers, Falcons, Jets, Ravens dipshit washington commanders not non-name whatever the hell they're calling themselves this week jacksonville jaguars cowboys you're just randomly naming them at least start at one corner of the u.s and name them that way i'm just randomly (laughs) naming them as they come to my mind uh let me think don't give me this one we'll edit the tom (laughs) steven really struggled on this one so this went on and on for an estimated 27 minutes and then god damn it i don't know who wow dolphins god damn it son of a bitch i knew it was gonna be something that would make me mad as fuck my own state fucking (laughs) all right so the next trivia question we still got three more and all you bastards that are like, I can't believe you didn't get that. Yeah, you put yourself on the spot. Say it like that. Whatever. Go ahead. There are two Major League Baseball teams that start with a letter D. Can you name them? One should be a slam dunk. Tampa Bay Devil Rays. They're not the Devil Rays anymore. They're only the Rays, so they don't count. Ah, oh, God damn it. Seriously? <laughs> I knew you were going to go there, too. <laughs> damn it. Where's Righty when you need him? <laughs> Dodgers. Dodgers are one. That was the one you should have got. Yeah. All right. So Dodgers are one. Uh, Let's see. Who else we got? Not the Braves. Indians. They're the Guardians now. The Indians are the Guardians? (laughs) They've been the Guardians all year. Are you really? Seriously? I'm dead serious. Yeah. I don't think I knew that. Damn politically correctness. God, I'm trying to go through the states and where there's baseball teams and figure it out. I'm more of a National League guy, too. I'm not that familiar with the American League as much. It's a National League team. Is it? Damn it. (laughs) I'm just drawing a blank. I don't know. We ain't got all day. Who is it? Arizona Diamondbacks. Diamondbacks. God damn it. (laughs) At least it was one of the newer teams in terms of Major League Baseball. All right. Maybe this one will be easier. I doubt it. There are eight Van Halen songs that start with a letter D. Can you name them? Dreams. That's one. Drop Dead Legs, too. Um, many of them are on three. We're screwed. Uh, running with the Devil doesn't count. Dance the Night Away. That's three. Now I'm just going through song titles through the albums. <laughs> um, Dude, it's Van Halen. It's your favorite band. I know. I got to go through the song titles, though. Give me a minute. I'm going through each album in my head. (laughs) Don't hurt nothing. 
it's going to hurt something. I've already popped three brains. Dial nine one and wait till I tell you to push the last one. <laughs> uh, damn it. The Hager records are a little tougher for me to go through those song by song. Stephen continued struggling on these simple questions. So this time we went on and on for an estimated 22 minutes. And then are we counting instrumentals too? We're counting anything that starts with a D. No greatest hits there, right? What greatest hits the songs would be on other albums. Don't tell me what love can do. That's four. Oh, dancing in the streets. That's five. Shit, I didn't even have that one. So technically there's nine. Oh, dirty movies. That's six. There's one that you are going to be so mad you missed. The other two, you won't be mad. Did I say dream is over? That's this dream is over. So it's not a D. Yeah, all right. I said dirty movies, right? Yep. Yeah. Doing time, that shitty instrumental on balance. Okay, you got that one. So there's two left, technically. God damn it. Is it a song I like? <laughs> one is and one isn't. <laughs> uh, shit. Dirty dog water, dog dirty water. What is the one off of three it's, that I like? It's Dirty Water Dog, but I'll give you that. Dirty Water Dog. That's one of the ones that I thought was halfway decent off of that record. And you're missing one. And when you're ready to give up, let me know so I can end the pain. Oh, uh, DOA. DOA. God damn it. <laughs> Son of a fuck. That was tough. Now, for the listeners, I edited out about 22 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> For just the Van Halen one. Um, okay, last question. This one could be tough. As of 2020, there are four cities in Georgia that start with a D that have a population over 25,000 people. Can you name them? No. <laughs> <laughs> I could tell you if you say no. Uh, all I know about Georgia is Atlanta and Augusta. Are these cities? Cities. Is Doraville one? No. Um, Delonica is not one, is it? No. Um, I have no idea. All right. So the fourth largest city, starting with a D, in Georgia is Duluth. It's got 32,000 people. I work there. I work in Duluth. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> I'm surprised Doraville's not in there then. Third largest with 34,000 people is Dalton. Yeah, goddamn carpet capital of the world. The second largest with 35,000 people is Douglasville. Yeah. And the biggest D city in Georgia with 52,000 people is Dunwoody. Yeah, okay. So so the people that want to give me shit, most of those places are pretty close to where I live. (laughs) (laughs) They're basically suburbs of where I live, but... Uh, and then the other thing is, I guess my mind initially went to places that were away from Atlanta, but all those places are fairly like just in the outskirts of Atlanta, except for maybe Douglasville and Dalton. Dalton's like the carpet capital of the world. Like all the carpet outlets are there. Dunwoody is money. So that's an older town in Atlanta. That's just outside. Duluth is basically where I work part-time. So that's just up the road. <laughs> there you go. JJ, what are you doing? I'm doing what all great artists do. <laughs> I'm painting a self-portrait. I'm putting my ebony beauty on canvas. <laughs> are you ready to be bedazzled? Da-da! Wait, JJ, that looks just like you. 
thank you. That's why if I were you, I'd burn it. <laughs> oh, now hold on there, girl. You're looking at a face that'll make the foxes fight. Because what you see here is kid a dynamite! <laughs> All right, so getting to the 2D songs, I'm going to share my 2D song. So my first one is Dreamtime by Daryl Hall. So if you don't know, I'm a huge Hall & Oates fan. If you didn't know that, you probably haven't been listening too long. Yeah, you don't listen to podcasts. <laughs> yeah, uh, they're one of my top five bands of all time. Daryl Hall's one of my favorite singers of all time. So in between all of the music the Hall & Oates was releasing, Daryl also managed to release several solo albums. This song, Dreamtime, is off of his second solo album released in 86 called Three Hearts in a Happy Ending Machine. The album topped out at number 29 on the Billboard 200, and this song was the hit single topping out at 5 on the Billboard Hot 100. On 10-4-86, when the song was number 5, here's the four songs it couldn't beat. Don't Forget Me When I'm Gone by Glass Tiger, which is a great song. Number three was When I Think of You by Janet Jackson. Again, a great song. You ain't passing her in 86. At number two was Friends and Lovers by Carl Anderson and Gloria Loring. Who and who? I could tell you Daryl Hall is a thousand percent better than those two idiots. But number one was Stuck With You by Huey Lewis and the News. And the band was ultra hot at the time, so they were going to be hard to beat. But if you haven't heard it in a while, or if you've never heard it, here's a little bit of Dreamtime by Daryl Hall. For my second song, I'm going to go with the Danish hard rock band called Pretty Maids. If you don't know anything about Pretty Maids, formed in 81, 16 studio albums, three live albums, two compilations, four EPs, and they are still thankfully active today. So the song I'm going to play for you is off their third album called Jump the Gun, released on Epic Records in 1990, produced by Roger Glover from Deep Purple. The single from Jump the Gun were Youngblood and a song called Savage Heart. Both those songs are fine, but my favorite is this great track. So here is Ronnie Atkins on vocals, Ken Hammer on guitar, Ricky Marks on guitar, Phil Moorhead on drums, Alan DeLong on bass, Alan Owen on keyboards. Great song. Don't settle for less.
Yeah, okay. So, yes, fantastic Pretty Maids song. I really enjoy that song, Don't Settle for Less. I like Pretty Maids as a whole fantastic band. Dreamtime, uh, as I told you before we started recording, I had to go back and listen to this tune because I was like, I haven't heard this song in forever. I couldn't place the title at all with this song until I listened to the song. And then it actually took me listening to the entire song before I was like, oh, yeah, I remember this song. So, yeah, both great songs, both totally two different songs for sure. <laughs> no doubt about that. But yeah, that Pretty Made song, Pretty Maids has a lot of hidden gems. Ronnie sang the song, right? Yeah, it's hard for me to tell because one of my other favorite songs by them is Future World. Uh huh. So I don't know if Ronnie is singing part of the vocal and he's sharing it with somebody, but if not, he's got like two distinctly different voices that you hear. Yeah, because there were times on Don't Settle for Less where I was like, doesn't necessarily sound like Ronnie. The only thing I just kind of passed it off of is it's older, pretty made, so his voice maybe has changed a little bit over the years. But yeah, so anyway, good stuff. Hi. This is Ronnie Atkins from Pretty Mate, and you listen to the Growing Up Rock Podcast with Stephen Michael. Okay, so we're going to go to a couple of bands that are basically newer bands. Like I said, we go pretty deep on these episodes, so I'm going to definitely share a couple of uh, not well-known bands at all. I've never discussed this one band on the podcast at all. The other one I've discussed a couple of different times, but we're going to start with the not-so-popular band called Bombay Black. This band is fairly new to me. They put out a new album this year, and a lot of people liked it. A lot of people talked about it, so I decided to check it out myself. I liked what I heard, then I went a little bit deeper into their catalog. The song i'm going to share from bombay black again the band is from arkansas i don't know a ton about this band really and there's not a ton of information at least i couldn't find a ton of information on the band they've got three or four albums out the album that i'm going to share a song comes from an album called walk of shame I really enjoy this band. I enjoy their material. They're pretty much straight up hard rock, but they also have some songs that are a little left of center. They do some different things within their music, and I just I dig what I hear. But anyway, this song is called Dress to the Nines by Bombay Black. So moving on from Bombay Black to a band called John Diva and the Rockets of Love. So I've talked about this band. We've shared them on the Crank It Up Spotlight before. They put out a new record this year, but I'm going to go back to the Mama Said Rock is Dead record. They're a German band formed in 2009. They have three albums out. John Diva, Snake Rocket, Remy Martin, J.J. Love, and Marcus Coolman Jr. I mean, if that ain't rock and roll names, I don't know what to tell you people. But anyway, here's a song called Dance Dirty 
from John Diva and the Rockets of Love. Let's get loud! Okay, so I don't know a ton about Bombay Black. The phone message thing in the beginning was a little weird, but I liked the song overall. I thought the chorus was better than the verses, but uh, the song was good overall. The pre-chorus is really good. Uh, See, and I think the pre-chorus and chorus, I think they might be the same. I don't know if there's any separation between the two, but that's what I meant is that that part that you're talking about. I just kind of said it all as the chorus, I thought. Right. John Diva and the Rocket of Loves, uh, the song's okay. It could be a little more sleazy. Like, the Dirty's not sold that good. You know what I mean? Like, if John Diva's really trying to be a diva and try to do a dance dirty type thing, like, it's not very sexy. Like, I, <laughs> I, you think that, like, Coverdale would be able to sell it a little better. You know what I mean? I think they're just a fun rock band. I don't necessarily know that they're that serious, but I like their music. Uh, and this latest record that they put out is a really good summertime record. It has a lot of good stuff. I didn't love American Amadeus quite as much as I liked Mama Said Rock is Dead record, but they've got some good stuff, I guess, is the bottom line. So if you like Dance Dirty, then I would encourage you to go check out any of uh, John Diva and the Rockets of Love. But I would say start with this first record, Mama Said Rock is Dead, because it's pretty solid record my girlfriend sent me to get a container of milk today want to hear about it hmm? you don't don't want you to shove your head up your ass if you don't want to hear about it because i'm going to talk about it and i might talk about it for a fucking hour now all right so going with my movie my d movie i went with the 1988 comedy film dirty rotten scoundrels so If you don't know anything about this movie, it's a remake of 1964's film called Bedtime Story by Marlon Brando, David Niven. Basically, the story is about like two con men who like compete. You got like the less refined dude. His name is Freddie, played by Steve Martin. And then you got the more refined dude who's actually kind of like educating Freddie. He's playing Loris Jameson, and that's Michael Caine. Now, what's interesting about this movie, you know, it's buddy cop kind of feel, and they both get swindled by somebody else. So the movie's a lot of fun. But behind the scenes, what a lot of people don't know is if you've ever seen this movie, it was actually first pitched to Mick Jagger and David Bowie. And I guess that didn't work out. Then the director was looking to have Freddie Benson, which the part got played by Steve Martin. He was going to have it played by Eddie Murphy because it is 1988. That didn't quite work out. So then they were trying to get Richard Dreyfuss. So they send him the part, but they wanted Dreyfuss to play the Freddie Benson part. Dreyfuss comes back. And is doing the other part. They're like, hey, you like practice the wrong part. You're not doing the right character. So Steve Martin had to read the Freddie Benson part that they wanted Dreyfus for. And after they got all done, director goes, you know what? I like you instead. Forget you, Richard Dreyfus. You can go away. <laughs> That's how kind of they got the casting done in the movie. When you watch the movie, 
God, those two guys got just chemistry. And this is when Steve Martin is just absolutely hilarious. Like the earlier movies in the 80s with Steve Martin, I don't love those movies a lot, like The Jerk and stuff like that. It was too much for me. I don't know if it's slapstick comedy. I don't know if he's trying too hard. By the time he gets a little bit older and into the early 90s, like Father of the Bride, stuff like that, he's a lot more funnier. Have you ever seen this movie? And do you agree with what I said about Steve Martin? Love it. Yeah, I agree pretty much. I love uh, Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. I thought it was a fantastic movie. I didn't necessarily know that it was a remake at the time. I came to find that out later on. And it's funny because they just recently, not too long ago, remade it again, but they didn't call it Dirty Rotten Scoundrels and they made it with female leads. Anne Hathaway was one of the leads. I think she was the Michael uh, Caine type part. And then the uh, goofy part was like Rebel Wilson or I don't think it was Melissa McCarthy. I think it was actually Rebel Wilson. It came out in 2019. It's called uh, The Hustle. And it's not exactly Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. And that's probably why they don't call it Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. But go watch that movie. And I guarantee you'll be like, yeah, that's Dirty Rotten Scoundrels. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'll check that out. That's cool. Here is a clip from The Devil's Advocate. Al Pacino is the absolute best. Why the law? Because the law, my boy, puts us into everything. It's the ultimate backstage pass. It's the new priesthood, baby. Did you know there are more students in law school than there are lawyers walking the earth? We're coming out! Guns blazing! The two of you, all of us, acquittal after acquittal after acquittal until the stench of it reaches so high and far into heaven, it chokes the whole fucking lot of them. My movies... Originally, when we did this, I thought it'd be a joke, and I put in Debbie Does Dallas and Deep Throat. Those are my two D movies. But then I said no, but seriously. You can't even name the leads in those two movies. I can. You can't. Uh, Yeah, you're probably right. I can't. <laughs> We've talked about them before, but I, I can't ever remember what her name is. Debbie Does Dallas was Bambi Woods, and Deep Throat was Linda Lovelace. Linda Lovelace. Yeah, that's the one I know we've discussed. The other one I never even heard of. So there you go. But anyway, (laughs) so the movie I'm going to discuss is not near as funny as Dirty Rotten Scoundrels, but I thought it was an outstanding movie, which is 1997's The Devil's Advocate with Al Pacino and Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves is a lawyer, as is Al Pacino. They're both lawyers, but it's a deep, dark movie with a lot of psychological stuff going on. And to me, I really enjoyed this movie a lot. In fact, I watched it not too long ago on HBO because uh, it was out there on the platform. So I checked it out. Have you seen The Devil's Advocate? Did you like it? I can't believe you just said it's Pacino and Reeves. Dude, Charlize is the hottest (laughs) in that movie. You shouldn't even said Pacino and Reeves. (laughs) <laughs> she's in it as well Charlize Theron's in it and I don't know who plays the uh, short blonde haired Italian lady she's hot too and uh, she's in it as well but yeah I explained this movie it's basically The Firm with Tom Cruise if Tarantino directed The Firm you would have The Devil's Epic it's a great movie I love it 
That is correct. It's the firm with a supernatural twist to it. It's much slicker of a movie than a Tarantino movie. It's expensive looking uh, movie, but it's just, yeah, I really enjoy that movie. So again, the movies, The Devil's Advocate came out in 97 and uh, Pacino is Pacino, man. He's just so great. And then you got Keanu Reeves, which is sort of the yin and the yang of acting, two totally different type of actors, but both do their thing in the movie. Uh, and then you throw in a good supporting cast yeah it's it's a good movie hey hollywood you know what time it is let's connect it to kiss you wanted the best and you got the best the hottest band in the world kiss okay so for the kiss connection we're going to go with a release called Buffalo Rock City. So unlike some of the compilations you hear that's got Kiss covers from a bunch of different kinds of artists, this one's kind of a little bit different. So what they did was they got a couple of musicians together and rooted really the backbeat of it. It's all done in one place. It's recorded in one place. It's a lot more consistent. Basically has the same sonic foundation for all the songs. There's 13 tracks. It sounds like one singular band because of the way they did it. All of the guest musicians are peppered from all over the place, some local, some remote, all across the world, and they just kind of brought it in, then did the recording in this one spot. It's driven by three folks, a guy named John Jeffrey, Jay Messina, Joe Teresi. Released in 2020, it's only available on Bandcamp. So if you want to get Buffalo Rock City and you want to hear these 13 tracks, you can only get it on Bandcamp. Just look up Buffalo Rock City. The song that I'm going to spin for you, our buddies Ryan Spencer Cook and Phil Schaus lend their talents on this recording. So check out Buffalo Rock City's version of Dirty Living. Had you heard that? Because that's a hard one to find. No, I hadn't heard it before. No, I remember this record coming out, and I remember there being talk around it, but I never heard the record. So, Yeah, it's good. I got it. They did a vinyl drop, and I got the CD, and great artwork, and the songs are outstanding. The songs are done so well. Do you have the track list in there in front of you? Yeah, so here's the 13 tracks. I've Had Enough Into the Fire, Back on the Streets, New York Groove, It's My Life, Jeremy Ashbrock helps on It's My Life. Hard Times, Dirty Living, The Street Give It, The Street Take It The Way, Jungle, Hard Luck Woman, Black Diamond with Dean Casanova, and Bumblefoot, by the way, Detroit Rock City, Freak, and While the City Sleeps. Interesting track listing. That's not bad. Yeah, and it's good. I mean, they did well. All right. 
All right, so that's it. Another alphabet soup in the books. Onward and upward, we move on to uh, what comes after D there, Poony? The Big E. Maybe you'll hear Elvis on that episode. I don't know. That's a little too popular. Anyway, so yeah, these series are fun because we get to explore uh, songs and bands that maybe we don't share all the time on the podcast. So hopefully you guys are enjoying the Alphabet Soup series. You have anything to add before we get up on out of here, Mr. Pooney? Thanks for listening. And if you got any ideas, keep them coming. Every once in a while, we actually take an idea and do it. So keep them coming. There you go. Until next week. See ya. Later. It's time to shuffle, rattle, and roll us out of here. Get ready to turn it up. Traveling in a fighter combi On a hippie trailhead full of zombies I met a strange lady she made me nervous She took me in and gave me breakfast And she said Do you come from a land down under Where women go and men wonder Can't you hear, can't you hear the thunder You better run, you better take cover It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.